Hello, hello. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little bit excited because I'm um I'm trying out some like new podcast equipment, and I got a few other pieces in that I was like loaning to my friend, so you could try them out, see if there was any issues with them. But yeah, welcome to episode five. You know, I'm glad that you decided to tune in today. Today is January nineteenth, twenty twenty one, or at least that's the day I'm recording this. Tomorrow's the election, so. Let's just hope everything goes well. That is a pretty smooth transition process. For that day, at least. We know it really hasn't been. But, you know, I'm coming to you today because I, I want to talk about the end of The Lost Boy. And you, you, may ask, you may be asking what that is, but in fact, that Lost Boy is me. And I decided today that I'm ending his reign all my life. Because The Lost Boy is a persona. Lost Boy is the 18-year-old Vincent Batts with a head full of curly hair and a lot going for him whose life suddenly got put on pause March 12th, March 12th, 2020. And we're almost a year since then. It's been 269 days since I started this series, or at least... Yeah, the Lost Boy Chronicles, as I call them, because that's what they are. They really, they originally were like the Runaway Chronicles, but they're the Lost Boy Chronicles. Because in fact, I was lost. I was, you know, and actually, since we're about to get into it, I was not feeling acknowledged or validated. Missing out on the important parts of my senior year, like graduation and and prom. I was in my own head a lot more often than not. And it was just a lot I was trying to juggle about moving forward with my life and a lot of answers I didn't have. And then more than anything else, I was stuck. I was stuck because I wanted to move forward, but I couldn't, one. Two, the environment that I was in didn't really allow me to grow because I'd kind of done everything I could have. And, you know, I'm actually summing that up. I genuinely felt like I've, I did everything I could have as a student at Westlake High School. And trust me, I love my high school to death. Like, I would... I was about to say I'm die for the high school. There's a, I wouldn't die for that high school, but <laughs> you talk about Westlake, you're gonna hear me speak about that school with some damn pride. If you're listening and you're out of state and don't really know the area, Westlake High School is near Camp Creek, which is the whole area that's around the airport. So wherever you flew in, my high school is about well, yeah, when you flew into Atlanta, my high school is about let's say fifteen minutes from that. So it's it's relatively close. And then I go to Georgia Tech, so my high school's twenty minutes from that. I mean, from here, so there's that. But back to it, I was stuck. Everything, I did everything I could in my, like, physical being at that school. Tried out for basketball, didn't really make it because I was short. Four years in a row, I was the science fair first place winner. Made it to the state science fair one year and an international science fair the year after. So I'd progressed all the way. Um, straight A's most of those years. I think A's and B's my final two years. Took every class that I could. Got into my dream college. Interned at some great companies and interned at my dream school. Went to a lot of fun parties. Got my independence. Had my own car. Did a lot of traveling. Just did a lot of fun things, like spontaneous things in high school. Not planned or anything. Just just went. And all of that got stripped from me March 12, 2020. So I had to end my senior year 
wondering where the hell I'm going. And for, I'd say, a month and, like, 10 days, it was just nothing but drama, like, back and forth with my parents and, you know. If you don't know, and I'll get into a bit of my story, I lived by myself for two years in high school as well. I My parents had a custody battle that resulted in me almost being withdrawn from my high school. In order for me to stay at my high school, I had to live by myself for two years, practically, at a place that, at an address that was near my high school. So that's that. And um, yeah, like I was, I was feeding myself there, getting myself back and forth from there, taking care of the place. And uh, when I got back home, I would say this is probably why, like, my my parents just did not see me as often as they could have. I was a whole new man. I started living when I was 16. I got back home when I was 18. Or at least I got back home full time when I was 18. That's, that's two years of difference. I learned so much about myself. I became more of a man. Voice got deeper. Got more confident because everything was going right for me. Like, I was fucking unstoppable. Unfucking stoppable. And then, yeah, all of that got stripped away. And then, once again, drama with parents. So, the Lost Boy Chronicles started April 23rd, 2020. That's the day I ran away from home. Because the day before, I almost got in a fight with my dad. In fact, he doesn't know this to this day, but I almost stabbed him that day. Literally. I'd come home from a store, we started arguing, and... He threatened to put his hands on me, and I'd been carrying around a switchblade because I'd acquired some for my own safety that I usually just take out because the world was getting crazier. And uh, I drew it, kept it behind my back. Switchblade was ready. Had he put my hands on me, I was going to stab him. And then I didn't because he didn't put his hands on me. But I couldn't live with myself knowing in that moment I was going to be as angry and as vengeful as I was. You know? Like, what could draw me to be that upset? And I wish I had the answers, but in fact, I don't. Isn't that something? So, they started April 23rd. I wrote a letter to my dad, and I left it on my bed. He was wondering where I was all morning. And then I ran away. I got in my car, packed a suitcase for me to stay at like my friend's place and then my mom's place eventually for like two and a half weeks. Stayed there. And I uh, just needed the distance. And I thought it helped. But after that, after I got back, it still was worse. It was so bad. So much, once again, just pent up frustration with the circumstances. Because then my dad, my dad as well, a lot had been going on in his life. Like... A lot had been derailed for him. He was about to finish school and I was about to finish school. He was about to finish graduate school. We would have been graduating at the same time, which is something we've been waiting on for like three years, working towards for three years. And then just to have all of that stripped from me was kind of defeating. So I understood his, uh, understood how upset he was. Honestly, I did. And then we're going to get to like, what really made me name it The Lost Boy. One, because I was a lost boy. Two, my, one of my favorite albums to date is called The Lost Boy by YBN Corday. He is amazing. Like, he is amazing. And there's three songs on it that resonate with me so much. It's Been Around, Bad Idea, 
and way back home. And all of those deal with just trying to figure things out and being old enough to where you're competent to figure those things out, but still needing kind of like help because you don't have all you don't have all the answers. I went through a lot with the Lost Boy Chronicles and for me to really put in perspective what those were. The Lost Boy Chronicles was a series of daily journals, which is why I know exactly like what day I started it. It was a series of daily journals where I, once again, was just lost. And it started with me running away. Once again, April 23rd, 2020. Then April 24th, 2020. Day two, I did journal that. And after a while, the journaling got less frequent because less interesting things were happening. And I felt for me to really capture how I'm feeling, I need to put some time in between. So sometimes it was once a week. Sometimes it was every other day. You know, just for some events to happen, for me to really... Like, chronicle how I was feeling. Like, if I'm being transparent, if I'm being transparent here, um, like, actually, I'll read the last one to you all. I actually might read the first one as well. Let's see. So, yeah, I'm actually scrolling too. So, if you hear a clicking sound, that's my mouse. But let's go. So, day one, I'm about to read it all. Day 1, 4 I was able to escape Dad's house and get the mom's and get my air mattress without any problems. Got the Leon safely and went to sleep. Leon was a friend that let me stay over his place. Woken a few times from either his snoring or his dog Dior trying to lick my face, but the toughest part of the day is when my dad called me. He hadn't realized I was gone since 7 until like 1.30. Very emotional call. He hadn't cried like that before. I didn't want to cry, but I did too. He read the letter and started crying. He was upset he didn't notice I was gone, and even more upset I didn't tell him, but more so just got to see how I had been dealing with it. I told him the truth about everything that was bothering me. He told me to take my time, stay safe, and to come back to him healthy and well. He told me he loves me and that if I wanted, he can get me a therapist. It was a lot better than I expected. I hadn't heard that much emotion in his voice for years, especially since his brother died. He said he was proud that I walked away. I handled it the best way since he also knew tensions were flared. I don't want that, as I said in the letter. He is all I've had. Both of us have had struggles to go through before life became easier. And then I kind of ended that with the fact that like me and my friend went to Chick-fil-A earlier that day. I mean, later that day, we watched some Star Wars and then I um, watched some shows with my girlfriend via FaceTime. And then... um. That pretty much ends it. And most of the journals went like that. There was a lot I went through during the Lost Boy Chronicles. And, like, I can remember it all. Once again, I ran away from home. I caught COVID. But that was, like, late last year. That was December 11th, 2020. I had relationship issues because it's kind of hard to see your girlfriend and maintain your relationship with her when... You have parents that don't want you going out the house when her parents are perfectly fine with you seeing her and a few other things. I got kicked out of my dad's house. Like once I got back from running away, right, we went to stay there for a while and then I picked back up working because I needed some money. And thankfully, my job was considered essential. So I was able to do that. And after I got back to work, few few weeks had passed and then we end up. At Father's Day, which went absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. I got home. I mean, got back home. 
And my dad actually had told me he wasn't going to help me pay for college. But I had some money in my account that he'd been like putting in a huge savings account. But I kept it because he was keeping all of that money from me. So I needed it to pay for college. And the fact that I wouldn't give it to him, he kicked me out for that. I got some severe headaches that made me have to go to the hospital because of the stress of trying to pay for college. A lot of crying. Lots of crying. Yeah, a whole bunch. Um, Computer had broke. A poetry book I'd been working on and a poetry book I actually had finished like just two days ago. The whole file corrupted, so I had to like try to remember as much as like half of like what I worked on, which was hard and upsetting. There's a lot of quality content in that. A lot of things that, you know, I couldn't like reverberate. And that's how it went. I have some moments of hope though. Like it wasn't just nine months of sadness. Like, don't get me wrong. It was very it was a lot of growth. Like a whole bunch of growth. And you'll see that when like I get to day two sixty. But actually before I move on to moments of hope, I'll still talk about some of the things I faced. I faced like some spiritual like a spiritual crisis. Like when I caught COVID, I uh I had to really take a deep look at myself and be like, do I really believe what the hell is going on? And I didn't. And then it's kind of hard at the end to try to chalk it up to like some magical deity that's omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent that allowed for this to happen, you know. Like he's already known my year's been tough. And then like he's allowing this. So, you know, I'm like, uh, I just can't, I can't. So I decided to not be a Christian anymore, like to practice something that actually made more sense to me because I've been questioning religion for a while. That was hard. Had to spend Christmas alone for the most part. Thankfully, uh, an amazing girl allowed me to spend Christmas with her. And for that, I'll always be grateful because she didn't have to. And her family... I still adore to this day and will always adore. They just really allowed me to like be in their presence for that day and made sure that I didn't spend a great holiday alone. It was a lot. It was a lot. But there were moments of hope, moments I'd hoped for, and those actual moments made the Lost Boy Chronicles a lot more to do with because I should have killed myself. No, not should have. In the past, if past me were looking at me now, you'd probably like, why didn't you kill yourself? You'd probably be asking that. I'm not one that really struggles with the thought of suicide because I know it's a very, a very selfish act. Because you're not ridding yourself of the pain. You're just trying not to deal with it anymore by pushing it to other people, if that makes any sense. Because everyone is going to have to grieve with the fact that you're not there anymore. That's very selfish because you didn't. And some people aren't afraid. That that's actually suicide is a whole nother topic. I'm not going to get too like far depth. I mean, into depth with that. But it's like, you know, it, it begs the question, like, why? Like, once again, why didn't I? And it was like, because I knew all of this was temporary. Like I told you all in my first episode, I said, you know, I, I can honestly say at the end of the day, I can tell myself everything will be fine because, well, it is fine. Everything figures itself out in the end. Like the the universe and life puts itself in balance. And my life will happen the same way. 
but back to the moments of hope. Finishing first semester was great. Like, I finished first semester with a 3.0, mainly because I was dealing with a lot and then chemistry was kicking my ass. But, you know, there's always second semester to try to equalize that. I rebranded myself August 27th, 2020. I'll never forget the day. It's when I decided to post some original content that represented me and everything I wanted to be. I wanted to be inspiring, but also spread messages that inspired myself. Like, you, you all may not realize this, but for those people who post like quotes and like, you know, repost them to their stories, put them on their TikToks, they're not just posting that for you all. They're posting that for themselves to reassure themselves that they soundly believe in, you know, the things that make them them. Excuse me, I'm about to drink some water. But yeah, like they honestly repost those to once again re not not revalidate. Actually, no, yeah, I'd say validate what makes them them. And like that's beautiful, you know? That's never really going to get away from me. And that's what the purpose of rebranding was. Was like making sure that the content I'm creating represents me, one, two, that it works for me, that I can look at it and see these messages I'm spreading and making sure I'm living up to these messages, kind of like I'm holding myself accountable because I don't want to be spreading this and being a hypocrite. Another thing was paying for college. That is what put me in the hospital. Thankfully, I paid for it. Um, and even now, I'm dealing with problems paying for college in full, but like I said, when I read this like wrap-up, you'll understand like in totality what exactly was you know, like holding me back or at least, yeah, exactly. Holding me back from really understanding that my circumstances were going to be okay. Lastly, was meeting GT students. As I told you all, I felt stuck. You know, there's that quote about, you know, if you're the smartest in your group, you need a new group. And I don't want to admit it, but that's kind of true. And I'm never going to leave those people behind, but I wasn't feeling intellectually or spiritually challenged. And I get that all the time here now. I'm forced to think differently. Like, I, you know, I, I'm a black dude. I'm a black boy. I was going to black schools all my life. And I'm great at math and science. Or at least I am great for the demographic. And, you know, I'm looked at as, like, rare. But then you go to a school like Georgia Tech, which is, like, top 10 every year in, like, as a STEM school, as a public STEM school. And I think is number one or two in the state so far as like tier and which is why this school is so expensive for a public school. And, you know, everyone I meet is intelligent. Like, you know, there's no such need to brag about being a valedictorian at this school because everyone else is a valedictorian. (laughs) It's so crazy. Like, honestly. And I haven't met a soul here I don't like at all. And what I lack, other people compensate. And what other people lack, I compensate for. I had a lab partner. His name's Bobby Pesh. And if you're listening to this, man, (laughs) I fucking appreciate you because you really made chemistry fun. I'll tell you all this. He, we were doing a lab. We were doing a lab. And, you know. When you get your lab results, you kind of have to do the math that you are taught in chemistry. Um, 
But instead, my friend wrote an algorithm to do like the calculations for him, whereas I'm doing them through pencil and pen and paper and a calculator. And we ended up with the same results, if I remember. But the fact that like that was that was one of the most definitive versions of work smarter, not harder. And it was at such an advanced level. I'm sure for him it wasn't like this. Let me tell you what this dude was certified in Java and Python before he even got to tech. And he did it out of boredom. I remember having a conversation with him. He was like, yeah, you know, I was just bored one day and I thought coding was cool. So I decided to just take six months and learn the language or learn two languages and decided to get certified. And he did. And that helped me. And um, I have that experience with a lot of students here. And it challenges me to keep going forward. And these moments of hope are what kept me from being lost. And I'll probably say that spiritual crisis was needed too because it's kind of hard to navigate such a confusing world when you have a, like a very broken belief system. Like I, I was a Christian man for like all my life, but there was a lot of things I questioned and I didn't really have strong faith in the religion and the practice. And I'm still figuring out what, like practice I want to take up and once again that'll be a, that'll be another video um this is a quick like heads up it, it was like between Taoism Buddhism um being a liberal Quaker Unitarian Universalism or maybe a combination of all of those but the fact that like I've researched those and like you know they make a lot more sense to me I don't question anything in those and obviously, I might have questions once I do a bit more research and practice it a bit more. But, you know, beyond that, it's like, it's like, you know, I, I don't really know what it's like. It's like, I guess it's like I know for the moment being that this is what, like, this is the path I want to go on. And I don't, I don't think that's the thing I picked up during the Lost Boy Chronicles, that I will never be found. I'll just find a path that works. And that's kind of what I put in like my last journal because I decided today I'm going to end it because, you know, for for weeks I was like, this has to this has to end soon some way, somehow you can't be lost forever. In fact, another great song, um, two songs, actually, that also inspired the Lost Boy Chronicles that kind of like jogged my thinking were. Where Did I Go and Lost and Found by Georgia Smith. Those two songs, she's a great artist, but those two songs are also like synonymous with the whole journey itself. You know, losing yourself and, you know, the agenda of just trying to make things work. So to end the episode, I'm going to read what my final journal entry is. And it goes like this. I would say this is the final story. It needed to come to an end sometime. I had the pleasure of having an eye-opening MLK weekend filled with fun, insight, and memories. And I realized in this weekend that I already am found. The pain it took in the past 268 days did the most in changing my entire belief system, and ultimately that's okay. It's no longer not confident. I'm growing confidence every day in equipping myself with the characteristics which will shape my identity the rest of my life. The truth is, I'll never have it all figured out. I'll just get older. And there's magic to that. A lot of magic. Everything can, every desire you want comes from your thinking. And you notice you were on, you were one of your worst enemies. 
in these days. That doesn't mean none of it was needed. Running away was needed. Getting hospitalized was needed. Getting kicked out of the home was needed. Finding GT was needed. Relationship issues were needed. They may not be desired, but if I know one thing, it's that you look much better now and think much better now than you did months ago. So I say this, Vincent. You never really are found. You just get right back on the path to your future. And that's the end of the Lost Boy Chronicles. So I hope, you know, when you when you hear this, you realize that life is a journey. That life is cyclic. You never have it all figured out. And there may be times where you're lost. But once again, you just got to get right back on the path. Find it some way. Because you're not found, but you find where you need to go. And I think that's... I think that's really what happens when we're lost. It's not that we're looking for someone to find us. It's that we never really find ourselves. Once again, we lose ourselves and our daily agendas and our daily lives. You know, trauma, drama, all of it. It really clouds judgment and vision. And over time, we make repeated mistakes that ultimately just send us more off course. And once we finally realize how, of course, we are, we we tend to try to reverse our steps. But in reality, we have to keep moving forward until our path currently intersects with the path we originally were on. And then there's a case where your path currently won't even line up with your old path. That's That's a possibility. And once again, you have to be okay with that. That's change, that's adaptation, that's living. So, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you all understand like the impact the Lost Boy Chronicles had on me. And that this is the end of a Lost Boy. Because as I continue with this podcast, I want you all to figure things out yourselves. If you have any questions or desires or anything like that, let me know. Let someone else know. You know, just because you're lost doesn't mean you have to be lost alone. Other people are fighting the same battle you are. So why not travel that road with them? Okay. That's the end. I hope you all had a great time. I'll check in later.